Hello and welcome to the Music Edition on the NDL Show. It is with honour that we present to you P-War's latest offering in the form of an EP called Letters. And we're about to get into it and dissect and interrogate all things pertaining to the heart. But first, listen to this. Thank you, love the love that I need. Love it when you put it on me. Said you wrote this letter for me. Never had no love in this sleep. Think you got the love that I need. Love it when you put it on me. Said you wrote this letter for me. Never had no love in this sleep. Think you got the love that I need. Love it when you put it on me. Said you wrote this letter for me. This episode, the song is called Letters and Lou from her project that she released today titled Letters. Hear my voice and know that you can stream it on any platform of your choice. No regrets on the socials. Follow Piwo on Insta at Piwo underscore and on Twitter at Piwo official. Thank you for gracing us with your presence as we get ready to dissect this amazing artist and project. Piwo released Letters today, the 30th of September, and really it's nothing short of amazing. Let us know what your favourite songs are, and don't be shy to tweet us as you listen on the socials. We are at The NDL Show. I hope you have been having a decent week. We want to manifest an amazing weekend for you, tis why we bring forth this music edition. This EP speaks so many volumes about a lot of things concerning love. Now allow me to get your heart ready for this interview by playing the first track on the EP and get you all the way warmed up. This one is called Keep That, Bring That, featuring Miles. Why would I give you my love and give you the chance to slip up? You're just gonna have to pick up Cause there's no such thing as us, as us Pack up my issues with you are not stacked up They want what you got, got me packed up Cause you just don't know when to wrap up Cause you just don't know when to wrap up I'm not trying to get deep with you You know that I won't see things through You know what I was here to do So move on like the friends do Can you keep that love? You can keep that love Can you keep that love? You can keep that love Can you keep that love? You can keep that love Pretty talking but I see who get it now I see people be holding up but you the one that holds it down You see them where they standing and you see I'm still around And I promise there's no forgetting cause you see I'm still in town Pretty talking but I see who get it now I see people be holding up but you the one that holds it down You see them where they standing and you see I'm still around And I promise there's no forgetting cause you see I'm still in town Can you keep that love? 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 Can you ke
promise is you And your friends always say you're playing fool Calling them what the hell I would really do And I'm sorry but I mean it, I promise is you And I promise is you And your friends always say you're playing fool Calling them what the hell I would really do And I'm sorry but I mean it, I promise is you And I promise is you What a beautifully arranged conflict expressed in the song Keep That, Bring That. Piwo, welcome and thank you so much for joining us on the NDL show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. What an intro. Everyone is right. Your intros are so... Mm. Hey, you know that's how we do here. Thank you. How does it feel like to release another project in one year? I mean, you released Numbers earlier on this year too, of which I'm such a fan. So how are you feeling right now about the solo release in particular? I'm really, really excited to like finally um, release a project on my own. It took me a while. I wanted to release it much earlier, but then I also wanted to give um, numbers, it's shine and it's time and it's still doing very, very well, still being listened to, but obviously I can't wait forever. So I'm just genuinely just incredibly excited to finally step out with my own project because I feel like all I've done this year is collaborate. I've been on every one of my friends' projects and I think now it's time for my own project to, you know, get its light. And it's been so wonderful consuming you on various projects. You know, I've enjoyed those collaborations so, so much. And I'm so excited about you finally dropping letters. Are you originally from Pretoria? Where are you from? No, I'm actually a Durban bred girl. Um, I'm originally born and bred, you know, uh, I'm from Durbs. Uh, we moved here in 2010. I was around 10 years old. I was 10 and 11. Technically, I'm a Durban girl, but I feel like I've just been here for so long. Um, I've stopped fighting the Pretoria girl allegations. I don't think I'm ever beating the Pretoria girl allegations. So, yeah. Sure. I really don't think I would have guessed that correctly. And how have you been finding that shift, you know, between Gauteng and Durban? Many people say, you know, that life in Gauteng is quite fast. Sometimes I don't really fully understand that because I was born here. But do you resonate with that statement? Um, it's definitely much faster than side. More, more so just like crowding. It's just everything moves a lot faster. Um, there's a lot more people, it feels. Mm. I think there is a lot more people, um, factually. But yeah, it's just you can feel like it's busy. Yeah, like always busy. Everyone's really, really ready. Um, whereas KZN, because like, I was born in Durban, but like um, we stayed, we stayed um, in... Chepston and Margate specifically for a little bit mm-hmm. um, and everything in Kizen is chill like it's really nice that's why people like going there um, for holidays and stuff yeah. um, it's just it's really you know slow pace you know mm. yeah it's always you must always be doing something like I think that's maybe why I've been such an indoor hun lately because I'm kind of missing just not doing anything just going to the beach um, seeing family and stuff So I think just being indoors kind of gives me that little bit of hope sometimes. Always moving in um, Khateng, always, always moving. Mm, Now that you're saying that, I relate because I do feel like I always need to do something. You know, I can't just chill sometimes because I feel like something is wrong. You're making me realize that it's actually not me. It is the environment. It's Khateng. So what do you think about the music scene in Pretoria? You know, can you compare it to the scene in Durban? Yeah, I really can't because I feel like I think I left Durban too um, early to have like any sort of comparison of like entertainment really. But I think both are like music hubs, um, very important music hubs. But I think Pretoria is just way more versatile in terms of being a music hub because um, the R&B scene in Pretoria, the hip hop scene is like huge. The dance scene, being your piano, like all assets of music in Pretoria are all like doing something and it's incredibly like versatile versus like Durban I know Durban we're gonna go and dance and dance only so yeah I think the only difference is that it's just a lot more versatile. Piwo am I correct in understanding that you studied music? I did Um, I studied um, music performance at AFTA so I didn't only study like theory AFTA is very practice so I studied the art of performing in essence. So I have a BA in live performance. 
That's awesome, because I want to ask you, you know, how has life been after having graduated? Is this life as an artist the way that you thought it would be? I think life is just still after graduating, because after Meshi to a latte, <laughs> you always perform, like we were always performing every Friday, every second Friday. There was a performance of some sort. There was like part of our marks. And then um, like in class, there'd be like performance class. Um, there'd be like, a lot of like group arrangements and all those kinds of things so like on campus I was always doing you know what I wanted to do with my life outside of campus it's been very very still I think mainly because there's no like spaces for um singers right now outside of dance so out, other than that I think I've, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed my artist life I've enjoyed um the creation side I've enjoyed the releases that I've done this year I really enjoyed like sharing the um the things that I've been doing this year I think I just miss the performing because I mean I studied performance and I'm not doing it right now mm. so it kind of sucks that I'm not performing but I think with more um, releases and more um, artists coming together and doing what we did earlier this year with Max Sizzle did um, like a, a Skyline performance thing where like every week there'd be two artists performing. So if we just do a lot more of those kinds of things and a lot more collaborations in like the event space, um, trying to figure out where we can slip um, singers in, then I think I'll just love this space a little bit more. But right now, it's just very, very still. There's not much movement outside of releasing and creating. Mm, mm. I get that, you know, and I'm a lover of live performances. I love the live bands and everything because of how you can feel the music float on your skin. My, my, I think my first real experience was watching um, an artist because like my parents used to go to like jazz festivals when we were younger. We didn't get to experience that really. But like my first real, real memory was in grade nine of watching like a performance well like a big performance and it was John Legend and I was sitting there screaming every lyric I didn't even realize I knew the lyric screaming every lyric looking at all of the couples hold each other and seeing like how how full the room was and I was like there's no way I cannot do this at some stage because I think back then I didn't know that I was going to be a singer uh, but I was like there's no way I'm not going to be on the stage and do what this person is doing right now. I saw Shaka Khan and we were like young and old. Everyone was like in the performance. And I, I don't think I've ever felt as good as I felt watching performance. It's an inexplainable feeling that happens when you're watching someone do what they're supposed to be doing. Because even outside of singers, like, as you said, like bands doing their thing, the random people that sing in like, in malls and streets and those kinds of things with the guitar and the speaker acting I used to love watching plays every time there was a play that we had to watch for school I would be the person who would not blink I'm watching this whole thing I'm not looking at anyone else I'm on stage watching these people like there is nothing that beats the feeling of watching someone on stage that's very true, you know, and it's quite cool that those experiences of live performances laid some sort of foundation for you to be on the other side of the stage instead. What do you think it is, Piwar, that um, people don't necessarily understand the most about this period in which you are unforgivingly pursuing your music? I think people don't understand that it's not like a quick fix. I think um, a lot of people think like anything entertainment, but specifically music mm. is like a quick fix. Like, um, oh man, anyone can sing or they can just order to you and whatever. And it's not, oh, I didn't make this decision. I was losing my mind <laughs> for three years in that degree, um, seeing that this is not an easy thing. I didn't make the decision because it was easy. I made the decision because I knew that it was hard. It's really, really hard. And I don't understand why people have the perception that music is just an easy thing to do because it really isn't. Because it doesn't, it's not just singing on a, on a beat and then sending it, you know, doshi making it sound pretty and we're done and also because it's so still i think um people don't understand how hard it is to like watch your peers if not like um in in my genre or in my in my career choice but just my peers in general like yeah. all of the people that i went to school with watching them all like you know they're getting jobs and 
they working really, really hard and you, you know, they're all excited about what they're doing and they're making money. Mm. And I'm sitting here like, no, it's gonna happen. Like it's, you know, it's coming. Um, I just need to work harder and harder and harder and harder. It's not easy and it's not, it's not easy on your mental yeah. to like see everyone else succeed mm-hmm. and you're just like slowly I'm not saying I'm failing child yeah. I'm not I'm doing really good I'm doing a lot better than I thought I would mm. um but it's like it's it's a really slow slow journey I think that's that's all that it is really is is that it's it's not easy I don't know why people think it's easy it's not yeah writing a song like figuring a story out you know like being on the same page with your producer I'm really blessed to have a producer that gets me and I get him and also he's just a good engineer like as a whole but like being on the same page with your producer it takes a it takes a hot second to get there there's a lot of backs and forths mm-hmm. there's a lot of take this out put this on there's a lot of no we need to re-record you know yeah. then it's the artwork you know it's a lot of fighting about artwork it's a lot of um okay now what are we gonna do um how's it gonna come up when are you, when do you feel it's a lot of listening to the music coming out it's a lot of yeah. looking at people's numbers it's a lot of looking at looking and listening to your audience figuring out when the best time they would need something from you is because i feel another thing is people just think that you just wake up one day and you release yeah. child i so wish you know you need to you need to look around and feel the music and make sure that it's gonna be received well and all these things there's a lot that goes in onto everyone pressing play on apple music it's a lot yeah and i think that's the only misconception is that it's easy maybe it's not easy for me yeah I don't even think so, because even when listening to letters specifically, there are so many layers to every song. You know, I discover a new note, a new chord, a new instrument every time I listen to the songs. I can't imagine that being easy. You have done a lot just in this year, and I really get that thing of seeing peers going far when you feel like you're not. You know, it does have an impact. And also, I really like that you mentioned that you're grateful for a producer you see eye to eye with, and Doshi is just untouchable man it doesn't matter what the genre is he just kills it you know he has my utmost respect because whatever hand he has on something it always just comes out amazing what does it look like to work with doshi in the studio oh man doshi is like the big brother that you know i never knew i needed he's he's such an angel to work with because like we get into studio you know we have conversations um and then he'll start playing around you know, with the software there, the producer thinks <laughs> he starts like playing around, and then like you'll be like, "Huh, sounds just or sounds interesting." You know, whatever you got going on there sounds pretty cool. And then like we'll all like kind of like vibe out whatever he's doing, and then someone will feel it a little bit more than someone else, and then they'll start writing. And I feel like that's been such a cool way, cool other way of writing for me like he introduced me to a whole different side of making music being in studio with him is just it's so cool because you never know what you're going to get like regardless of the fact that he's working with so many artists and he's has a hand in any genre that I can think of he can make it so even though there's all of those things and you know there's this, like there's you can hear when something is doshi but like you never know what you're going to get yeah. like you <laughs> You never, and you can feel that it, it, you know, the beats made, like, especially for us who he's like sole producers for, because mm-hmm. other than the beats that he sells, you know, but like the ones where he's like sole producers for, you can feel that, you know, this was just a fun conversation that turned into something. I think he sees the music like when he looks out, you know, like when you look at the sky and you see clouds, I feel like when Doe looks yeah. at clouds, he sees music in whatever way that he sees music. I really need to connect with something before I'm able to write to it and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And Doe has shown me that, that there needs to be a connection. And I really enjoy the process of hearing things come together before I even decide to add my two pieces. Not only is he like a good like beats maker, he knows what your voice needs to do. So he'll let you do what you think you need to do. And majority of the time, you're like, okay, that's really good. I need you to add this. Mm-hmm. And then you'll add what he tells you to add. 
and then you yourself will feel more confident and be like okay i also want to add this that's why i think i think all of the songs have like a lot of layers there's never like only in the like maybe the first 30 seconds of the song is it like a plain and simple you know way of singing something or the beat is like a plain and simple you know arrangement and then the layers begin um and i really enjoy that and i can't do that if i wasn't in studio with you when you made the beat yeah. um cuz i don't know you know i don't know i don't know i just there's just a connection thing that i have now and he's made he's made it so easy to connect to music he's made it so easy to write he's made it so easy to i never used to think i could do all of these pretty harmonies and stuff mm-hmm. i think only once i got to third year was i like confident to like okay i'm going to sing this low one and then maybe i'll do like a soprano one and then okay i'm done i only used to do three part harmonies the main vocal um and alto or maybe a tenor and then maybe a soprano now i don't even care about all of those those specific lines of things sure. if i can hear that there's something missing in this one space then i'll ask him i know you can hear what i'm i'm not hearing what like what should it be and then you know i'm way more confident in that now i'm also way more confident in telling him that i don't like how this sounds maybe make it like this and maybe change this or toshi i need you to sing mm. um i don't know like he's really made me much more confident in my control in studio and just like my ability to sing and he also he doesn't give in to all of our demands <laughs> because he knows better sometimes sometimes we don't and we think okay now this needs this and this and this and this and this and then it's too much and then he'll be like no 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 um or it's too little what we bring and we think no simplicity is best and he'll tell you no just add this and it's, i promise you and i i think i've just i just trust him with my life when it comes to music like mm. i know i know i know what he can do and i know what he hasn't even done yet cuz you are sure he's created so many things but i feel like it's just like a tip of the iceberg with film you never know what you're going to get if he didn't know like that this was his true calling i feel like the past year two years have shown that the world needs doe no the world definitely needs doe and it's true no matter how varied the songs are you know you can tell when it's a doe production Now let's get into this EP right letters. When I think about handwritten letters specifically I think of something that is very sentimental. When I used to write letters back in the day, if there was just one mistake, I would literally start again, new paper, new page, everything. Can you break it down for us? You know, what is this EP about and what headspace were you in when you were creating it? This whole EP is basically just a bunch of love letters. they can be seen as love letters to the ghost of christmas past and present so yeah i think like the intro is like a letter to a bite you know a situation ship a possible person that you are you know for a fact that this isn't you know this isn't serious and maybe one person wants it to be serious and the other person is like nah second song's letter to my first love third song being a letter to my second love the last song being a letter to my love <laughs> so i'm literally just talking to these people that i've had interactions with and that have impacted my view on relationships from my personal experience obviously i can only talk about things that i've been through so yeah i just the headspace that i was in i i don't know i was just feeling like cuz i mean i'm in love right now and i was feeling like really good about the love that i'm in right now mm-hmm. and feeling really good about something that you have it makes you think man How did you feel the other times then like were they really that good or was it because um you just hadn't had this yet so i was kind of like dialing back to the other times that i maybe felt something close to what i could possibly be feeling right now but definitely nothing like what i'm feeling right now i love talking about relationships they're so easy because i feel like we've all been through them and i love listening to songs about relationships cuz even if even if you know I wasn't a cheater but hey that song about that time Jasmine Sullivan cheated on her man it sounds good yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it feels good mm. and i think um because of my like my love for love songs and sad love songs and you know that realm of music i was like oh i'm definitely tapping into that so yeah i'm genuinely just talking to a bunch of dudes <laughs> 
I love that. And that makes so much sense because of the storyline in the first three songs, you know. And then there's this transition song, which is really the epitome of perfection for me. Now, on the first track, Keep That, Bring That, you say, Why would I give you my love and give you the chance to slip up? Sure. Walk us through that line because it is a bit hectic. I think about it a lot. I don't know why I started the song, the EP, with that line. But honestly, like when you're in a situationship, and especially because I feel like um, I, I, there was there's two sides to the song. It, the person who does not want to be in a relationship and that's just doing whatever needs to be done mm-hmm. to waste time and all that. And then there's the side of the person who actually wants this. That's why it's keep that being, you know, people who doesn't want it and then bring that as people who actually does want it. So I kind of, I'm kind of just like, why? But why would I give you that? Because I, I, I don't want to get hurt again. Because I think I had to put the song first to just not disturb the timeline of the three loves, but also to just, you know, the bad situation. I want you to know that it's dead and gone, like it's done. And that's why it needs to start with that. So it's kind of a thing of like, why would I give you my love and give you the chance to slip it up? Because I know what it is to have something that I really want to happen not happen, or when it does happen and you slip up you go and do things that you're not supposed to do and Mm. go and embarrass me in the streets Mm. or whatever so that's slip up and so why would I give you that because I know what you're going to do because you're a man Mm. (laughs) I know what you're going to do you're going to mess it up so yeah that's the reason why I started off with that vibe I feel it's just like I was just I was just like nah I need to get this off my chest (laughs) like why would I why would I give that to you Mm. and love for me is something so so sacred um So it's like, why would I give that thing to you when I know what you're about? And people will come through with that strategy, hey, of doing everything right at first. And then when they see that you're falling, yeah, they literally make a bye out of you. So I really did feel that in the song, you know, it made me wonder why many women are often tasked with the burden of having to hold things down when it comes to relationships. That's why I'm the person who doesn't want it the way you want it. Because I feel like, not that I've never been that okay I've been that person but like majority of the time I haven't been that person I've been the person who really wants this thing mm. and I have the burden of like okay he's he's gonna ask me to be his hand I just know it's fingers crossed I just know it's mm. and it never happened or like he's gonna leave his hand for me or he's gonna you know I've been every kind of woman I'm every woman <laughs> It's all in me. Um, so this is the reason why I started this EP being the villain was because it just it, it felt good to do it back. Shame to the person who received that. But it was just like, wow, this is cool. This like this 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 is cool to be on the other side for a change. I mean, it's a really sh- shitty thing yeah. to um want something so bad and someone stringing you along when they really they know that they really don't want this. But it's just like a continuous thing. Yeah. And yeah, I think that song is basically that. The intro is basically just like, well, the verse, the first verse is me saying, nah, keep that, keep that over there. Because <laughs> yeah. I know that you're gonna you're gonna mess that up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and even outside of you gonna mess that up for me, just keep that because now I don't want it and you want it. And then when the hook comes in, where it's like the background vocal of the hook is bring that love. Could you bring that love? But then the whole time I'm saying, you can keep that love. But could you bring that love is the two you know, sides of me kind of fighting each other. Yeah. Um, and I guess um, when you put it into perspective, it's the two people in the relationship kind of fighting. The one person wanting it and the one person not. And do you feel that in relationships that there is always the one person, you know, who wants it a bit more? Or do you think it's possible to both be on the same level? I think there is a possibility that two people can want it just as bad. I feel like that's when you find, you know, your person. Like only your person can want it just as bad as you. Majority, I mean, I've been the person where I wanted the relationship and during the relationship I was good. And then towards the end, I didn't want it. And the other person really wanted it, but it was a constant like battle. So I I do think that when it's your person, you will both want it equally. So when it's not your person, I feel like, you know, one, the one person is lying to the other. There is someone who's slacking a bit, you know, it's, even if it's a 60-40, but there's always the one person who wants it more when it's not necessarily your person. I feel like your person will want shit to work just as much as you do. 
Yeah, yeah. And perhaps let me take this opportunity to ask you as the listener, you know, what your thoughts are on this. And Piwo, I think you are very skillful, you know, in your delivery because you make something which is very painful to experience in the moment sound like it's actually not that bad, right? Now on the second song, Call Me, you say, maybe a different place, a different time, a different way, you would be mine right? Coupled with the line of love me like it's the first time. And I actually want to ask, do you think love backs are worth it? Like things could actually work out perfectly the second time after boundaries have been crossed? Or do you think that, you know what, they should actually be left alone? Now, after that first breakup, like there are some, you know, there's lucky people that break up and then five years, 10 years later, they bump into each other romantically at a coffee shop. And, you know, they get married a month later and it's good and it's great. But now personally, because of my experience with love bags, it's different because something was big enough to split you guys up. Mm. Obviously, sometimes it's not like, um, you know, an ideal situation. Maybe someone's moving like other side of the world, that kind of thing. Mm. Or, you know, they mentally everything's not working out. That kind of thing. Maybe I, I can I can say that. But there are things that were big enough to split you guys up. You know, there were there were lines crossed. There was trust that was broken, maybe. Like there were just a line was crossed for you guys to end up saying that nah, this is this is not it. Yeah. You know. What makes you think that's not gonna happen again? Or if not to that extent, what else are they willing to do to, you know? to ensure that you guys are back to square one, back mm. separated again. Because now I feel like after that first breakup, there is this definite change. And majority of the time, it's not a good one. You know, other people, hey, the word growth and change in human beings is not usually uh, foolproof. But there are people who can change and grow past those kinds of things. But most of the time, if someone, if you know, if you broke up because there was a lie or, you know, infidelity or whatever it is, I doubt, I really do doubt that it's worth going back and seeing if they're not going to do it again. Because now I feel like when, when a relationship ends, especially if it ends like bad and you go back now, they give you two, what, give you, pick up two cards for your silly mistake. Like, what's a yeah. peanut? Like, yeah. on God, <laughs> give it back. Because it's like, oh. You let it happen. Okay. Let's rock again. Yeah. Like, honestly, nah, I, don't, I don't believe in love back. I really don't. I don't believe. Especially because I've done it many times. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw many times. And I feel like my, my exes probably feel the same. Because whether it was them breaking up with me or me breaking up with them, whoever was in the wrong in that moment, I know they felt with I did it again or they did it again, right? No matter what. I don't think it's not worth it, Oaks. If someone leaves you, let them leave. I definitely agree with you. And as you're speaking, I was reminded about how after this person had taken me for a full Gold Reef City ride and me forgiving him and going back to my friends on some, yeah, friend, you know, he apologized. He apologized. The act of doing that was actually so humiliating. So I agree with you, you know, in terms of going back to a situation where you weren't respected. It doesn't really work out the same because there is always that reminder, you know, and you're always thinking at the back of your mind. What if they're cheating? What if they're lying? You know, and that's no way to be in a relationship. Outside of like whatever that person did, like you, something changes in you and also the respect that you have for yourself. Because another thing, when you go back, nah, so after you tell your friends back about this person, yeah. <laughs> then you go back, and then you must go back and tell them that, okay, we're in a relationship, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's, it's not cute anymore because no. now everyone hates him but you, yeah. okay? And now something inside of you is like, Ish, I can't go tell my friends anything anymore or I can't go back to, you know? Everything becomes hot from the jump, from the moment you decide to go and put your clown face back on, it's hot again. And I think, oh, let's leave the clown makeup. If it's done, wrap it up. There yeah. is too many people on this earth for us to be wrapped up about one, and especially one that did you dirty. Like, I'm all for moving on. Yo, one thing about me, I believe in moving on. Yes. Like, in, in, in whatever way you feel necessary, move on. Leave that person alone. They're not for you. God said... 
Honestly, rather that than having to put yourself through what you already know is coming. And if you're listening to this thinking, you know, that's kind of me right now. Don't worry, don't worry. Pio and I are literally coming from experience when it comes to this in particular. Don't hesitate. Please do weigh in on this love bag situation. Now, pure on court app, right? You say you made it so hard for me to find somebody new, which also speaks to the theme, you know, that you can see in the first two songs. Can we unpack this line? You know, you made it so hard for me to find somebody new. As the author of this line, what was your experience that inspired this one in particular? So the first half of that verse um, was basically a connect a connecting verse between call me and caught up so that was direct that's number one the one that was playing me <laughs> the, the, the one that was cheating and all that kind of stuff so that was a direct direct sub like and i hope he hears the song one day and he knows him and then he's he's he, the person who came after him for the rest of the song but that specific part was specifically for the last one because after being played so many times and also after thinking so much that no maybe the right person wrong time I was just like yeah everyone is annoying everyone's gonna do me the same that's how I felt I was just like nah there's no way yeah there is absolutely no way I'm gonna find anyone because like they're all gonna lie to me the same way you did and then I kind of then the rest of the song I talk to the the hard love the harder love the second love the one that make made a bit more of an impact this this that part specifically speaks to the first love the one that you know takes you for a ride and you allow for it to happen and the trust issues that develop from that is basically why i said that you made it so hard for me to find someone Mm, mm, I get that. And now Letters Interlude is that transition song I was speaking about from the first three songs where you're going through a lot and now into this beautiful love that was destined by God, really. I love that song so much. And on the song you say, said you wrote this letter for me. You've got the loving I need. The story is now moving into a happy place. You know, how was the actual transition from which you had a number of painful experiences in love and now into this beautiful love? Oh, it was such a such an easy transition. And that's kind of why I just wanted it to be these four simple lines that just are constantly being layered and being like peacefully. It's like footsteps, kind of. It's like um, walking up the stairs in essence where I came from the bottom in the first three songs and with letters I'm kind of walking up these stairs I'm kind of dancing up the stairs it's it's so and like what I feel when I listen to that I feel like it's the perfect audio version of my cover and if my cover could move like if the flowers could move and if my hair could be blowing you know by the wind I feel like that would be the letters interlude because it just feels it feels so refreshing and it feels so good man and I feel like that that song needed to feel the way it feels more than like I mean I hear how it sounds but like what it makes me feel and I hope what it makes everyone else feel is like running in like a field of sunflowers or something like that with like this person that or running towards this person that you really like Mm. um, and towards this person that is treating you this way that you never thought that you'd be treated because I feel like the latest interlude is the perfect run or walk towards that the one because that's what it feels like it feels like you know you're just taking a stroll or like those cheesy slow-mo movie runs it, it needed to it needed to be placed where it's placed and I think because when, when we recorded everything we basically recorded in order except for the latest interlude the latest interlude we recorded lost and I was like no I need an interlude because we had done four songs and I was like okay I think I'm good now and then I heard everything. I'm like, no, I need an interlude. I need an interlude. I need it. I need something to take away from the dark lyrics in yeah. Caught Up to like the, the beauty that's in um, No Mistake. So yeah, I just needed like that peace. Miles actually helped me write this entire EP. But I feel like the place where I feel like the most, maybe because that's kind of what he makes me feel, um, was in letters like that's where I feel his presence the most outside of you know him actually being in the intro but I feel his presence the most in the writing in letters even though like it's literally the same amount of writing that we did because I wrote a line and I was stuck he wrote a line 
And then I was like, okay, I got it. And then I wrote the line. Mm. And then I was like, okay, we can record. I don't know. It was just such a beautiful way that we've made the song. And I was like, no, this has to be before no mistakes. Mm. It just feels, it feels like the perfect conjunction between the two. Because it's two very, very deep sentences. Because one previous is me saying that I don't want this anymore. And then the one post letters is me saying I've never felt like this in my life. So I really needed like a little piece. Mm. And letters is the perfect piece um, in this little puzzle. I'm here geeking listening to you smile through your words because that interlude is my favorite and hearing you speak on how Miles also helped you through it is amazing. You know, it came out so beautifully, the humming, everything. You've really touched me with this project, I must say. You know, and speaking about Miles, I know you released a song with him earlier on called Never Playin', which also kind of relates to the last song on your EP, No Mistakes. Can you perhaps give us some intel? actually, on whether you and Miles might potentially release a collaborative project sometime in the future? You guys are actually going to be sick of us if we do that. I'm not even going to lie to you. I, right now, there's like no 100%, you know, we're really just enjoying helping each other build and grow career-wise and like um, just artist-wise. Like we're really enjoying helping each other grow as artists because I feel like my sound wouldn't be like this if I wasn't so heavily influenced by him and just like rap as a whole but mostly him because obviously with never playing that was the very first thing that we ever recorded together the first day we met and we recorded that song and I wrote for myself he wrote for himself and then we came together and we're like okay this is cool this is where I'll sing this is where you'll come in whatever and then we just wrapped it up there I didn't think anything of it and then obviously a relationship grew from that so with us like we're definitely music first a full-blown project I'm not sure hey I, don't, I wouldn't mind it. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind it because he makes it so easy to work. Just working with him, like, you learn so much. Like, I, I've learned so much working with Miles. Like, Miles takes his craft incredibly seriously, and you see in the way in which he, he writes lightning fast. But then everything that he writes, is, it's not just, like, a random word. It's just put together. Like, he is, it's, it's almost as though he knew what he wanted to say mm. before even, you know, coming to the studio session that day whatever it is so the way in which he works is so inspiring and it's so nice to work with so I wouldn't mind doing a full-blown project um, and obviously I'm a fan of collabs <laughs> as we've seen he's helping me write he's the first person I'm ever allowing to write for me mind you but then he he just comes with like a cool sound and I'm like yes that's what I want to sound like mm. um and and if I like come up with like a melody or whatever he'll 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 think of a line and then say talk about this Oh, you know, it's just it's just so easy. So I think right now we're just enjoying, you know, adding our little finishing touches on each other's projects and each other's like work as is. All right. And even just thinking about the last song, No Mistakes, what do you want to leave us with as your audience? Because it gives off that vibe of, you know what, I'm serious about you. Let's not make any silly mistakes. It fades off from the previous song, Letters Interlude. What do you want us to take away from this project when we think about it in its entirety? As a whole, I want, especially with like the way in which we have um, worked on like the storyline and all that, I want people to go away from this project knowing that it's possible to be in a good place at the end of the tunnel. There is light. I think I've I've really, not just me, I think we've all really done our parts in making sure that it's heard, that you have to kiss a couple toads <laughs> um, to find your little prince at the end. So I really want people, I think that's my main thing, is for people to see that, Oaks, I'm telling you, just keep trying, keep trying, just keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. And I also, I just want people to I just feel good man like I'm so big on feeling good and I think you can hear that in all of my songs like regardless of the context of the lyrics the, the cadence and the way in which things are delivered I want you to feel good if not about yourself about like the people around you and just like how everything is going for you I really I really just want people to feel good um letters as a whole it started off as just a thought and to have it come to life and the way in which that it did was just so beautiful. And I hope that people feel the way I feel about the music. The music just, it, 
it's a feeling and the way in which it's been mastered Doshi did an absolute madness in the way that he mastered it there's a story being told you know the depressing stuff in the beginning you opening a bottle of wine before you you know start writing these letters and you hear that in like the things that he added the transitions oh can't wait for everyone to hear how things are gonna flow on like um streaming platforms it's gonna sound so insane and i'm i'm so excited for everyone so just the way in which everything flows i want people to feel that i want i want it to feel like one big experience because i mean it's it's under 20 minutes and i want you to keep going back to that epxa i want you to start it again and again and again and again because of what it made you feel and i do hope it's only good thoughts that you're thinking and it's only good things that you're thinking and you know i want you to feel that you just not give up on the whole concept because i feel like i see it a lot especially on the tl people just giving up on the concepts of love because you know they're getting cheated on or they're watching people being cheated on mm. they're watching like people go through all of these things and as someone who's experienced these things um i think it was the perfect way to tell people that i promise you it's gonna work out and i really really hope that you enjoy man i really want people to enjoy this ep guys i've worked really really hard on it so she has worked really really hard on it miles has helped me um and has also worked really really hard or shoko has worked really really hard as a team like we've done so much for this debut and i've never i've, I've never felt so loved and felt so um at home with a group of people than i have with these people um so i hope that you can hear it too cuz i feel like i can hear how good we all are um throughout this tape i can hear how in sync we all are i can hear and i can feel everyone's you know what everyone did i really hope this project makes people feel the way i feel the way we all feel and all the people who heard it already um how we all feel about it I felt it. I don't want to lie to you. I felt all of that. You have all done an amazing job on this EP and I trust that the listeners will say that too. Thank you so, so much, people, for joining us on the NDL show. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Uh, I love just having a chat. Literally just felt like, you know, I was just catching up. <laughs> That was Piwar. She literally just released her solo EP titled Letters. Go and stream it today, Thursday, Friday, into the weekend and into the next week. For me, everything that needed to be said has been said. Remember to follow Piwar on all of the socials. And also let us know what you think about her project Letters as well as, of course, the conversation. Were there any moments where you felt that you were relating hard? Please don't hesitate. We are at the NDL show on all the socials. We want to engage with you. If you want to submit your music or any other inquiries, send us an email on the NDL show one at gmail.com. We leave you with another one of her amazing tracks from her EP Letters. This one is called Call Me featuring Doshi. From my producer Tilani Sejo and I, have a great weekend and catch you on the next one. There ain't nothing like the first light. That's when you realize. And nothing's the same. This love shit has taken all your time. Cause we know all they do is change. With fingers crossed that they remain the same It's the embodiment of perfection that you felt for that day And it was just yesterday when you turned to look my way And all the lies you left my brain I switched locations to insane That's where you'll drive me anyway I should've known you'd lead me astray I wouldn't have it I come around, you can get it up and throw it. You see, 
I'm better now When you try to hold me down Now I'm getting up and going Now I'm getting up and going Say, won't you get on me? Know that I was there when you said you're lonely Rubbing on my head and you said you know me And I swear that you said it's so me Say, won't you get on me? Know that I was there when you said you're lonely Rubbing on my head and you said you know me And I swear that you said it's all me You can call me in the morning First thing I think about Shutting how it hurts when we feel Bye. 